The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. stay ahead of your competition, a lot of your success rises or falls based on your current marketing plan. Get ready for the Mojo Marketing Edge Radio Show. Today, hosts Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez will open up your awareness of the many different ways to market your business and reap major results. Now, here is the team behind Mojo Video Marketing, Ira and Corey. Right on. Corey Michael Sanchez is the Mojo Marketing Edge and uh, Ira and I, this, he's my co-pilot here for, from MojoVideoMarketing.com. Welcome to the show, this broadcast. We're, we're here today talking about sales as it relates to lead generation. So we're going to be having a very special guest in just a moment talking about all the amazing ways for them to, you know, all, all the amazing ways for you to sell the leads and also set yourself up to really succeed in the highest way possible. So uh, Ira, we're going to talk a little bit about sales. So you being the uh, the master, you've been selling for 40 plus years, uh, nationally recognized sales expert. What, uh, you know, how, how do we kick off today's conversation? Well, you know, I'm glad that we're having this today because this is, as you know, Corey, this is one of my very, very, very important subjects that I love to I talk about selling all day long, and I always like to pass the baton to anybody that's, you know, that I think is going to benefit. But um, it is, this is such an important call today that you're going to be on. So I, I urge everybody to get, get plenty of paper and, um, and something to write with and take copious notes because we're going to have an expert on here that has done tens of thousands of transactions and, you know, you're going to walk away with some new strategies because, you know, think about it. You know, maybe you had somebody you've been following up on for three months or six months or whatever it would be, and then you get in front of them and you're so close and they can't quite make a decision. And you can't close every one, but if that happens to you over and over and over and over again, your confidence in yourself, your self-esteem slowly drops. And so this is a very important subject today. And, you know, Corey and I talk about this all the time. And it's, I mean, Corey, wouldn't you agree this is critically important for the success of any business owner? Yeah, you know what? If you're going to generate all these leads, absolutely. I mean, you want to get the highest level of conversion possible, the highest amount of sales. So it doesn't make sense to to learn all these methods of lead generation that we've been talking about and then to do nothing with those leads. And, you know, it all, if you want to monetize the fastest way possible, then you've got to really get comfortable with the whole sales process and you really have to en- basically get to the point where you enjoy it or you find somebody who's going to enjoy it for you. So that way you can, you can really close deals. I mean, you know, my first, my, you know, my first client that I ever got I was, you know, just brand new as a marketing company, right? I'd done some other uh, companies before in the real estate arena, but this was a brand new game. And although I'd been successful there, this was a this was a much different ball game here. 
And so I'm meeting with entrepreneurs and I'm just kind of, you know, learning what they need and seeing how I can help them and then formulating game plans. And, you know, the first client that I ever got just, you know, it was, it, it was a sit down and I just asked him a whole bunch of questions and really got down to the, the biggest thing that he was looking for. And we, we arrived at a, at a situation that I could help him do that, do exactly what he wanted. And, uh, you know, he asked me how much to make it happen. And I, I told him the price and he said, all right, let's go. So that was, you know, a very, very, you know, simple conversation, mostly involved just asking the right questions, you know, generating the lead, landing the appointment, having the meeting, but, you know, really just doing a lot of fact finding and, and the sale at that point became, you know, just a natural thing. Whereas, you know, if, if, you know, if I had gone in there just, you know, pitching something, I, I would have never gotten down to the bottom of it. So, you know, it, it can become a, a more natural process, something that you're very in tune with. But, you know, I, I would say if you really want to crush it, you've got to master that sales process. Right, Ira? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of steps in selling. And, um, and so really one of the things I think is really important is you've got to really, you've got to be passionate about what you're selling you have to believe, you have to get yourself to a place where you feel like you're actually letting the prospect down if they don't buy. And the way to do that is to really, to know so much about your product or service, you'll know a hundred times more than what any prospect would ever know. This will give you the belief. You must have belief in your product. If you're just selling someone just to make money, you're not going to hit that high level of success. You want to be representing something that you're passionate about, something you believe in. And that, to me, is the underlining secret of really you know, hitting, hitting it out of the ballpark because people pick up on that. 92% of all communication is completely non, is completely non uh, is, 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 uh, body language. You know, it's nonverbal. And it's, you know, how we sit, how we, you know, our voice inflection, all those things. And so when you're in a selling situation and if you're over the phone, voice inflection and the tonality and the choice of words that you use are everything. So it's, um, uh, it's it, and the other thing is you must, as you're leading them down this path, it's, you know, they say good selling is just a series of great questions. If you want great answers, you got to answer. You got to ask great questions, and that's critically important. So, you know, uh, somebody once said, Dale Carnegie used to say, "Find out what they want." You might want to write this down. Find out what they want. This is in the fact-finding stage. Why they want it? Why do they want this? Really, you know, and ask those questions. They call that their dominant buying motive. I don't want to get into too much right now, but what they want, why they want it, and then you're going to show them how they can get it. So there's a lot of, you've got to build trust. They've got to have clarity of message. And one of the things uh, Eric might or might not talk about, but I, is you've got to connect them up with the problem. You know, find out what is the biggest reason why they would want to do this? What is their pain point? And when you identify the pain point, this is one area that people just skip over because they feel uncomfortable uh, when people are in that place and they don't keep them there long enough. And that is when I, when I can get salespeople to take them to the problem and talk about it and really, um, and there's a little bit of friction there and people feel a little bit uncomfortable 
and it, there's a tendency to run away from that. But the longer you can keep them there, more likely they are to buy because uh, the big, you know, avoidance of pain is the biggest reason why people will do things rather than acquiring pleasure. So avoidance of pain is really the thing that that takes people there. But there's so I love this subject. It's um, to me when you understand how to sell and you master sales. There's, you can have anything and everything you've ever wanted or needed in your life. Um, it's, ju- it's just a matter of your persistence and your discipline and your focus. Wouldn't you agree, Corey? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, you got to start with the end in mind, right? You gotta, you gotta know how you're gonna sell that person, and and of course, what product is. Because when you do that, when you when you kind of have that process in place, you have that all mapped out. You can lead them into the sale so much easier, right? If you're if you're just doing whatever, throwing whatever content out there, or doing whatever it takes to book the appointment, but you don't really get information in front of them that helps you pre-close and 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 close the the the, the contract, the prospect, all of that stuff, then you're really going to have a much more difficult time to actually close that deal. So it's really important that uh, when you're going through the lead generation process, which is a lot of what we've been talking up uh, up until now. You have to know how you're going to end up doing the sale and what product and what, you know, what, what are the things that they're looking for and all that stuff. Because if you, if you have that down, you can really bake that into your whole lead generation process. So that way, you know, you know, by the end of that, those people that you talk to are pretty much pre-sold anyway. And I think that's so very critical is to build that momentum that's, it's the, you know, that gets everybody on board the sales train. Right. No matter where they come from, they're they've get some really great information, but it also helps you close them on the end. I think that's super important these days, right? I mean, you know, it used to be back in the day you'd be able to set appointments and then you know spend a bunch of time with people and then take them through the process and you know you'd be the only person that they knew that or, that does what you do and so they'd end up signing up for you signing up with you. But these days people can find all the information they need online. They can find out all about you. They can find out you know, what, uh, what people thought of your products and services. So, you know, this is kind of creating a different sales dynamic. Ira, how do you think that's really affecting how sales are done these days? Well, it, that's, you're bringing up a very valid point here. And here's the thing. Um, people want to do business with you, not with the company. And so people are really hungry right now for relationships. And so, uh, when, when a prospect and a salesperson get together, someone sells something to somebody. And there's, there's so many intricate steps. And the more you can learn and understand about your product, having product knowledge, how to convey the message without confusing people, just remember this, a confused mind will never buy. And you have to be very careful in the selling process not to give people too much information. They call it a data dump where you just, you know, you're, and some salespeople like to show off about all their product knowledge and I know this and I know that. And I, you know what? They don't care. All they care about is WIFM, what's in it for me. And when a salesperson starts just giving them way too much, they get overloaded. And when people get overloaded, they shut down. So it's really important to keep it simple give them enough information, ask the right questions, and then when you close, you know, that, and that's a delicate part right there, is when you close, just be quiet. When you've said everything there is to say, 
be quiet and let them make that next move because what a lot of salespeople do, they're coming from a place of weakness. They oversell and they just, they should be quiet and be still and they keep talking. So I call it selling it 10 times and buying it back 12 because they just run right past the sale and they don't have the confidence just to sit there and that makes people feel a little bit uncomfortable and there's a little bit of silence. That's a good thing though. That's when things start to happen. But you know, someone's selling something to somebody and and nothing happens till someone sells something because you can have all these amazing products and services and goods, but if nobody brings them to market, if there's not transactions, you know, those those products and services can't help or benefit anybody. So uh, it's an amazing it's an amazing topic, and it's, it's the difference. It's, I'll give an example. You've got two attorneys. You've got one attorney that makes $500,000 a year. You've got another attorney that makes 75000 a year. Um, is the one attorney uh, five, six times better than the other one? Probably not. Um, and many times, the attorney that makes less money, maybe technically and in terms of knowledge, knows more than the attorney that's making 500000 a year. The difference is he's a better communicator, he's a better marketer, he's a better salesperson, and that's the difference. And it's not about being fair. It's not about the guy that got the best grades in law school. That has nothing to do with anything. It's who can win the hearts and minds of their prospects. So it's a, it's a very... Uh, it, you know, it's, it, it's, a, it's a very brutal game if you don't know how to play it. It's a very brutal game if you can't close because, you know, big fish eat littler fish and littler fish eat littler fish. There's definitely a food chain here. And littler fish eat amoebas. <laughs> and the amoebas got no one else to eat. And that's why never, ever, you ever want to be an amoeba. Right, Corey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess that's off the list. You know, when they sit you down in the, you know, when you're a little kid and they ask what you want to be when you grow up, I don't think any, you know, I don't think Amoeba's in the game plan, really. So, <laughs> but uh, what I want to do is actually introduce somebody and then we're going to go to break here in a little bit, but we've got Eric Lofholm on the line here. He's a master sales trainer. He's taught thousands of professionals around the world how to sell. He's done over 1,500 public and private presentations, you know, from companies to, you know, like Microsoft and Bell South and Century 21 and Proctor, you know, uh, Pritchett Associations and Chrysler and just all these huge, huge companies, you know, from Acura and Honda to the U.S. Army and Toyota and, and, and MCI and uh, basically everything in between. An instructor for CEO space. He's uh, the author of the book, How to Sell in the New Economy, How to Master the Science of Goal Setting, and another book, 21 Ways to Close More Sales. So I want to welcome Eric Lofholm to the, the program here. Eric, are you there? Hey, Corey. How you doing? Good, good. Great to hear your voice. Excited to have you on here. So, you know, you've been, you've been selling a long time, my friend. And, uh, you know, tell us about your, your early careers because I, I, in sales because I knew it wasn't always the easiest. Yeah, I actually started off as a sales failure, Corey. My first year in commission sales, I was the bottom producer on a team of about 15 people. Uh, it wasn't natural to me. I'm not a naturally born sales superstar. I, I struggled. I was put on quota probation because I had missed the quota two months in a row. And, and it was at that point that I 
sought out professional sales training for the first time, and I met my mentor, a gentleman named Dr. Donald Moyne, who's one of the truly great sales trainers out there, and he taught me a system, and uh, the month I was on quota probation, I hit the quota by one sale, the quota was 10,000, I did 10,500, and uh, the following month I did 51,000, so I went from worst to first in 60 days by applying a system uh, to selling, and so uh, that's how I got good at sales in the first place, is I received professional training. That's fabulous. And you can't say enough good things about that professional training. So what was it about this Dr. Daniel Donald Moyne that really, that you know, what was the, if you had to kind of just really simmer it down to the top one or two things you learned, what would you say that was? Well, the place he was coming from, uh, he came up in the NLP movement, neuro-linguistic programming. He was a student with one of the co-founders of NLP, Richard Bandler at UC Santa Cruz. And so he applied NLP to selling and then went and wrote his Ph.D. dissertation on what separates sell superstars from average salespeople. So he went out and researched what people were actually doing and then developed an NLP model. And so a couple of the highlights of it, one was um, before you go into a presentation, creating an outline uh, so you know what you're going to say, when you're going to say it, how you're going to say it, why you're going to say it. He taught me how to incorporate uh, storytelling into the presentation, storytelling is one of your most powerful persuasion tools, in, no matter what you sell. Um, he taught me how to script out the presentation. He taught me how to be um, confident in the close through um, proper practice and role play. So these were things I wasn't really doing any of them. And uh, so I, I was trained and I learned the correct way to sell. And um, I've gone on to do you know, millions and millions of dollars in sales since then. That's awesome. Well, good. So we're gonna we're gonna take a short break. We're gonna come back and talk more with Eric Lofholm, all about sales and lead gen, and how you can master the art of sales in your own business. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. There's always one thing that'll take your business from being where it is right now to where you want it to be. One thing that determines the difference between failure and success, customers and clients, that's the only one place they come from, leads. If you don't have leads, you don't have a business. Leads are like oxygen. Corey and I are going to show you the 10 proven ways to generate an unlimited supply of leads. We're going to give you private access to a proprietary system for free. It's called the Mojo Lead Mastery. This program guarantees you'll never have to wonder where your next lead comes from. Let's start creating the business you've always wanted and deserved. Let's get those leads fired up right now. You can start using our 10 award-winning tactics and tips. Go to Mojo Lead Mastery and get your free trial in the Mojo Lead Mastery program. That's mojoleadmastery.com. You take the first step, we'll take the rest with you. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective. 
your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Mojo Marketing Edge. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to connect at mojovideomarketing.com. Now, back to this week's show. And we're back. Corey Michael Sanchez here, Ira Rosen, mojovideomarketing.com. We're here talking with Eric Lofholm, all about sales and lead generation. So... So Eric, you know, he was telling us about how we, you know, started off just not not very excellent, right? I'll say that much about with sales and how he, he learned from mentors and really turned into the sales champion, which is one of his brands. So Eric, how, how important is that education in, in the selling process? Well, if you are a naturally born sales superstar, uh, it's not as important, <clears throat> but if you're if you're not, um, I wasn't naturally born in, uh, with sales gifting. My natural gifting is teaching, and we all have our, our natural gifts and talents, and, and uh, the majority of the, the world's population is not a naturally born sales superstar. And the good news is that there is uh, specific step-by-step formulas that you can follow in selling to generate leads, set appointments, close business, follow up on sales or leads, and it's something that anybody can learn as long as you have the right teacher. If you take that time to learn it, and one of the greatest investments you'll ever make is in a professional sales training. You should get a 10 to 1 to 1,000 to 1 return on every dollar that you invest in high-quality professional sales training. That's awesome. You know, Eric, I want to I respond to that if I could because you just hit on something here that is makes so much sense. You know, somebody... You know, somebody might go to college and, you know, they, 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 they graduate, they get out of school, and the average uh, student right now has a balance of $25,000 in debt for, you know, for their college. And a lot of people, it's fifty dollars to $100,000, but they go in there for, you know, four years, five years, six years or longer, and they come out, they've invested tens of thousands of dollars, and they go out and they can't sell. They don't know anything about business. They don't know anything particularly about selling. And it, to me, it makes no sense whatsoever. It's kind of like, you know, buying the Ferrari at the dealership and then you come home and, and, and you can't drive it because you don't want to spend the money for the gas to drive your car that you just bought. I mean, wouldn't you agree that you see that a lot where people are just, they can't see the big picture and understand the importance of this? Yeah, it's really interesting, Ira, because our culture does just the opposite of encouraging people to learn sales. Our culture programs us that selling is arm-twisting, high-pressure, manipulation. And so when I first start working with somebody, not in every case, but in some cases, they have resistance to selling, and yet we all sell all the time. The way I explain it is selling is simply a style of communication that increases the likelihood that the other person says yes. 
So if you want more yeses, you want to learn how to communicate in a way that creates that yes. Well, that's what the science of sales is, and anybody can learn it. If I hadn't stumbled across Dr. Moyne, you know, I probably wouldn't have made it in sales. But it, it's amazing the transformation that can be created in somebody if they'll be open to selling, and then they'll just learn how to get professionally trained in it. Um, it's just a difference maker. And it, the bottom line is you just make a lot more money. Yeah, and aside from making a lot of money, I think a huge uh, byproduct, or I, you know, I call it the product of the product, is let's say they go through one of your courses. Um, sure, they're going to make more money. Sure, they're going to you know, sell more people. But I think even more important than that, or equally important, is what it does for their self-esteem, what it does for their confidence in their personal life. Because if you can sell a prospect, guess what? You could sell... You know, you can sell friends and relatives and people around you to your way of thinking on different things you might ask them to do or trying to be persuasive. You know, if a guy is dating, um, it certainly helps. If, if you're a great salesperson, that, does, that certainly helps you uh, in a dating relationship. If you're, if you're a mom, you're selling your kid on why they got to go to bed at 9 o'clock at night, not, not midnight, why they got to have a normal breakfast rather than eating candy bars. You're right. Everyone is selling something to somebody. And wouldn't you agree that when a prospect and a salesperson get together that someone sells somebody, the prospect sells them on why they got to think about it and they'll let you know next week. And the salesperson, you know, is stating their case why, you know, it's all about now. And, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I would agree. You know, when two people meet, the, the quote that I love from Tony Robbins is, when two people meet, the person that's the most certain will almost always influence the other person. So when we want to go into a presentation, if we can proactively do things to raise our level of confidence and certainty, that's going to come through in the presentation. And uh, it's, a, it's a great point. You know, we've got to have that belief in what it is that we, that we sell and, and have that confidence. And it's not just the word confidence. It's there's specific things that you can do to increase your level of confidence, which increases the likelihood that you're going to close the sale. Yeah, I agree, because it's a confidence game. I mean, it's like, um, you know, if, you, if you're going into a doctor's office and you need knee surgery and uh, his bedside manner is such where he's totally, totally confident, you, have, you leave there, you're feeling great. And you might have another doc that's a, an amazing, uh, technically a better physician, a better surgeon, but he's, but he's, he's poor at communicating. Uh, he's not going to be as successful. He's not going to do as well. Uh, he's just, his career is going to be completely different, even though technically he's, he's smarter and better and more skilled. But, and you could say, well, that's not fair. Well, fair has nothing to do with it. Well, one thing with the doctor example, Ira, is that um, the first step when you're live with a prospect that I teach, build trust and rapport. Well, that's true for a traditional salesperson. It's just as true for a dentist or a doctor. And a lot of doctors' mindset, they're not thinking about, well, I'm here to influence this person. And you're right, they might be this genius person, but if they don't come in and build trust and rapport, then the patient may be uncomfortable, maybe uncomfortable asking certain questions, maybe uncomfortable with just the whole process. And so Anybody that's influencing, a doctor's influencing, a dentist is influencing, a chiropractor, a teacher's influencing, um, a coach is influencing, you know, we're all influencing all the time. And so 
trust and report is the first step in the sales process. And the thing is, there's specific things that anybody could do to to build that that trust and report bond. What and Eric, let's let's talk about a couple of those. What are some of those? And then how do you do that even before you even meet the prospect? Well, one thing you can do on uh, social media is you can go pull their profile up and you can look for things that could become talking points in the presentation. You know, I'm asked all the time, how do you make money on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter? And there's a lot of answers to that. But one answer is to do some research on the prospect and glean what information you can glean. For example, you would discover that uh, I have children. You would discover that my son plays basketball for the video I just posted on Facebook. You discover that I'm into chess and I like Star Wars and you could get approximately my age. And so, and you'd go, know where I live. And so these are all things you could think in advance. Well, where, where do I have common ground with Eric Offham? Where, where can we, where can it be similar? Um, I had a woman that was selling to me the other day a $10,000 uh, clothing solution. She wanted to sell me a bunch of custom suits. And she let off the presentation. She said, I noticed that yesterday was your, your children's first day of school. How was that? <laughs> Which has nothing to do with suits, but has everything to do with building rapport. <laughs> and so we became one. We bonded, right, through that. So you find common ground. You go into the presentation with intention that you're going to build trust and rapport. Um, you get the person talking about themselves, which is their favorite subject. Uh, like for me, if you were selling to me, you know, Eric, you've been a sales trainer for fi- over 15 years. You must love it. And if they let me, I'd talk for the next half an hour, right? Because <laughs> I'm talking about my favorite subject. So these are some proven things that anybody can do. So it's, it's the report techniques, but the sequencing. At, at the, so you lead off the presentation um, with rapport, and that's just one of you know dozens of techniques that somebody could do. Okay, qu- question here because I, I like the uh, the example you just gave about the the woman selling you ten thousand dollars package in suits. Number one, did you buy some suits? Number two, why or why not? And three, what would you have done differently that would have probably influenced you to buy some suits that day? Yeah, so she she accomplished her outcome as far as the sales process, and so she was doing a technique I call um, stage selling. And so you sell the prospect to the next step. So she was, she was selling me on a vision of a com- me buying a complete wardrobe from her. But then her downsell was, instead of doing that today, let's get you started with one shirt. I want to go do a custom shirt for you, have you experience how great our quality is. And then from there, I want to build your wardrobe one piece at a time. So she's actually looking for a $10,000 sale over, say, like three years. And so she did successfully get the first sale that day. So that was, was great. And then um, the, what was your question about the, the first question? Yeah, so it was, uh, number one, did you buy some stuff? And then secondly, um, you know, why or why not? So, what, um, so obviously, you know, she, she influenced you that this was a good decision. And, and what were some things that she did that really kind of helped that? And then what would you have maybe put a little spin on it to, to enhance that? Yeah, well, p- part of it, it was, it was kind of like I didn't really have a chance because she's a client of mine, <laughs> and so I've taught her how to sell people. So, of course, she gets me on the phone, and she takes me through the process I trained her on, and it's, it's a lethal process. <laughs> it's pretty easy to get a yes out of it. And so she took me through my own process, and one of the things that she did is she used flattery. Um, another thing that she did was um, it was a visual presentation where she was showing PowerPoint slides, <clears throat> 
She made a reasonable request at a reasonable time, so she didn't go for ten thousand out of the gate. She went for uh, an initial sale, and then you know, let's get together in the near future and, and talk to you about the next purchase you'd like to make for your wardrobe. Um, so she did a really, really nice job. Um, I don't remember. I mean, if I if it was fresh in my mind, I could probably come up with a couple of things that she could do um, a little bit differently. Uh, but she did. She did a very nice job. It was a well thought out professional presentation. Right on. Okay, so let's talk about this super secret ninja process that you were just talking about. Because apparently, it's so good that uh, it works on even yourself. So, <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, tell me about this this process you got. Yeah. So um, part of my philosophy about selling is um, dissect, dissect, dissect. And so what we do is. We don't look at the whole sales process as a whole. We look at it as its individual steps. So you want to think about, first question, how many times are you going to meet with the prospect before they make a buying decision? In some cases, it's a one-call close. In other cases, it's a one-call, two-call close, meaning you meet with them the first time, and then you, you know, meet with them the second time, and that's when you sell to them. So you've got to determine, I call that your sales model. And then from there... You're going to dissect the presentation down into individual steps. I teach a generic sales process called Sales Mountain. And the reason I teach a generic process is, you know, really it's, it's different for different people, different industries. And so if we teach it generically, then you would then customize the process. So the metaphor is that you're a mountain climbing guide, and your job is to lead and guide the prospect up the sales mountain into the sweet spot and that's where the prospect is ready to make a buying decision. So the sweet spot is the top 25% of the sales presentation. At the base of the mountain, it starts off with lead generation, and then the next step is appointment setting. Now we're on the live presentation. We're going to lead with trust and rapport. And then the next step is identify customer needs, and then we share the benefits. Then we close. Then we address any objections that come up. And the, the beauty of this process is it's teaching you that you can break down the sales presentation into individual steps. So for trust and rapport, you can focus just on trust and rapport. And if you strengthen that step, it'll strengthen the overall persuasiveness of the entire presentation. So what this, this does is it makes sales training and sales improvement doable for anybody. Because anybody that I work with, I can work with them on one step, and get them measurably stronger in identifying customer needs, for example. But we're going to do that over time with every single step. So if, if you're listening right now, just imagine you dissect your presentation down, you get clear in all the steps, the order that the steps go in, and then over time you strengthen every single one of those steps. You would all agree with me. It's undeniable. You would get better in your ability to sell, which makes you generates more leads, sets more appointments, and it makes you more money. I love it. I love it. You know, I'm on your site right now, Eric, and I'm looking uh, right now at, um, uh, you know, you've got all the steps right on here, and I was just following your steps here. So, uh, you know, starting with lead gen, appointment setting, closing, and, uh, you know, all the closing scripts. So it's just, um, obviously, this is um, embedded into your DNA. So you just, (laughs) one of the things I remember the first time I ever heard you speak, just I, I, th- I think the audience will get a kick out of this. I certainly did. You got up there and um, you had a really cool PowerPoint presentation, and it showed a picture of you um, 
well, f- before that, you showed the picture. You said, "Well, your first job, you sold, you sold over a million at the, you know." And then I go, "God, that's pretty good at you know, 17 years old or whatever age you were." And then it showed a picture of you with a white apron, white apron, and then in front of a McDonald's uh, golden arches. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you told your story, but it was a great visual, and it drew me in. Um, I still remember, you know, we were, you know, we talk and think and remember in terms of pictures and stories, and we're very visual. But I can still see uh, you sitting there. I think you're on break or something. But I still remember that um, that picture of McDonald's with you know millions of, of burgers were sold. But you know, we're so visual, and I think it's so important that people, you know, they remember to trigger those emotions because when you somebody once said when you when nothing happens if you don't have emotion in your presentation nothing probably is going to happen because you've got logic you got it's got to make sense and then you have emotion maybe speak to that a little bit Derek if you would yeah you know it's um there's there's two things that we're talking about here emotion and logic and they're both they're both very very important some products are very um, logical sales. It's a very logical explanation as to why somebody buys other products. It's more based on emotion, and we really want to bring both of those into the presentation. And um, a great way to move somebody emotionally is through storytelling. And this is one of the most powerful things that you can do. It's very easy to incorporate a story or stories into your very next presentation. And the, the, a good structure for how you tell the story is, um, let, me tell, let me show you a quick story about a client of mine or a customer of mine, and here's the problem that they had. And then this is the product that they purchased. And then this is the result that they got from the product. And then this is the benefit of the result. And so as you tell the story, you're bringing in these different little nuances, like I'll talk about a client named Arby Robinson, and she's a, a coach. And she, when I first started working with her, she was totally uncomfortable with selling. She was uncomfortable asking for the order. She'd never been professionally trained. She's making about four grand a month, and her expenses were about four grand a month. And so I'm explaining the story, and somebody might be listening to the story and going, oh, that's like me. I'm just barely making my, my ends meet, or I'm uncomfortable with selling. And, and then by the time I get to the end of the story, R.V. Robinson is now debt-free and a homeowner. And so the person listening could be like, oh, man, I'm buried in all this debt, and I'm uncomfortable with selling, and shoot, if I did what R.V. did. And you're, you're actually speaking to the unconscious mind of the prospect, and you're connecting with them emotionally. And in some cases, prospects, they'll get teary-eyed and occasionally they even cry if it's an emotional enough story. And so it, it creates this bonding between the salesperson and the, and the person that you're selling to. And uh, so emotion, is a, emotion and logic, they're both very, very important. And we want to be strategic before we go into that presentation. <clears throat> and we want to go, how am I going to produce this result? How am I going to build rapport? How am I going to identify the needs? How am I going to bring the benefits to life? And this is where the strategy part of sales comes in and preparation. And, uh, you know, it's one of the many, many things that I love helping people with. That's fabulous. And thank you so much, Eric, for going through these uh, nuggets of wisdom. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come right back with Eric Lofholm, all about sales and lead gen. 
talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Mojo Marketing Edge. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to connect at mojovideomarketing.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, Corey and Michael Sanchez here and Ira Rosen. This is Mojo Video Marketing. We're talking with Eric Lofholm all about sales and lead gen. So let's kind of go on this track here, Eric. Tell us about lead gen as it relates to sales and some strategies that you have there. Well, I think the, the first thing to do is, is look at it as a standalone system. So what are some systematic ways that I can produce leads? And the next thing is some vocabulary. So I like to think in terms of lead inventory. And I was talking to a a new coaching client just this morning, and I I told her, I said, I want you initially, she's starting from scratch with her leads, initially build to 200 leads, and then from there ultimately build to 1,000 leads. Um, we need a database that's the hub of the whole thing. And a lot of people that I work with, when they're first getting started, they, they haven't taken the time to build a database. And so the database is the place we're going to store the leads, kind of like a, um, a dresser drawer for your clothes or your closet where you hang up your, your, your clothes. We need a place to organize the leads. Okay, so now we've got our goal set for lead inventory. We've got our database. 
in place. Um, some specific lead gen strategies. One of my favorite is a reciprocal referral relationship. And so what it means is you find somebody who has your target market in their database, but then you yourself have your target market, um, their target market in your database. So like somebody who sells insurance and somebody who sells real estate. So the real estate agent goes to the insurance person and says, hey, I'm looking to grow my business with collaboration. Would you be interested in, I'll refer you, you refer me. And the realtor can set that up with, 10 different people in 10 different industries and have an ongoing stream of leads coming in for life if they nurture that relationship. The next one is, um, I call it the POI strategy. POI stands for person of influence. And this is like um, what Starbucks did to become a dominant global brand. They went to Barnes & Noble and they said, look, can we put a Starbucks inside of Barnes & Noble Let's test it out, and they did, and then they got distribution into 500 different Barnes & Nobles. And the way that they did it is they, they basically showed Barnes & Noble, um, here's the win for you if you put a Starbucks inside of your Barnes & Noble. And they took the strategy, and they did it with Albertsons, and they did it with Target. And so we as entrepreneurs, we can go to people, and we can show them the win that they're going to get if they will refer us, promote us, endorse us, and it really just comes down to creating value uh, for that other person. Um, I'll throw two other quick ideas out. Uh, next one, I've generated a lot of leads on this over the last 10 years, and it's really simple. You just offer something for free. So you think about your target market and what, what are they looking for that you could give them for free if they gave you their contact information, and a common way to do this would be having like an opt-in on your website where they'd come to your website and you'd give them some free content. I do a lot of things by offering free in exchange for their contact information. And the last one is just the old paid ads. Now, it's one of the greatest ways, if you have the financial means to do so, um, to do paid advertising, whether it's radio, uh, Facebook ads, um, doing ads on a Google um, you know, trade show booth or whatnot. So paid ads, those are a couple of different um, lead generation systems that have generated thousands and thousands of leads for me. Well, let me ask you this, because you talk about person of influence. So, you know, let's just say you're, you're, you know, you're getting started, you're, you don't really have a, a huge sphere of influence. I mean, what are, the, what are some of the ways that you can really get in front of those people? You know, they might be celebrities, they might be very well known, they might have a lot of clients, they might be hard to get to. I mean, what, what are some suggestions for, you know, cutting through all of that to get in front of those types of people? Well, everybody wants something. And so it, it really comes down to being creative and thinking in terms of value. So, you know, in your industry, are you allowed to offer financial compensation? Some industries have compliance issues, you can't do it. Other industries, you can do it. Like in the sales training space, I can offer somebody an affiliate fee or or a referral fee. So even if I had a really small list, I could go to somebody who has a a very large influence and uh, say, look, you know, any business that comes in from you, and I'm going to give you uh, this percentage, and it may be compelling enough in order for them to say yes. Um, you mentioned um, celebrities. You know, in some cases, celebrities will uh, endorse products, and uh, they'll do it for a fee, and it can be a, a pretty small fee. 
Um, keep in mind, everybody wants something. So the question is, what is the value that you could deliver to them? Maybe you could go out and broker some deals for them, and maybe your list isn't so big, but you could make introductions for them to other people's lists who are really big in exchange for gaining access to their list. And so it's just about being creative. Uh, there isn't like a set formula on this one. Uh, and it's, it's thinking about where can you create value for somebody else, what's something that they want that you can deliver to gain access uh, to their network by them referring you or promoting you. Got it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Ira, do you have anything else on that topic? Uh, you know, that's brilliant because, uh, you know, Eric, you and I have talked about this before. Um, you know, the, fa- the fastest way to explode your company is through joint venture strategic partnerships and relationships. So those are phenomenal tips because it's all about leverage and, you know, leveraging yourself, leveraging the people around you. And, and I think adding value is everything. And uh, I love the term social capital or social influence. And if you, the more influence and the more you can bring the others, of course, that's social capital is like a bank account. Uh, you know, Bill Gates has a huge amount of social capital. Oprah has an enormous amount of social capital. And the more you have the more thing, it's easier to get things done quicker, faster, and so forth. And so that's always a good thing to always be thinking about because this will really, this will play a major role in putting together larger strategic deals as well as the, the one-to-one. And it's, I think it's always good to, to look at lots of different ways to put deals together. Wouldn't you agree, Eric? Yeah, you know, I'm in in my new office right now, and in the office there's a a training center, so I can train up to 100 people in in my office here. And uh, the guy that um, that put this deal together, I think he bought the building, um, but he and I met before he bought the building, and he's like, Eric, I'm considering buying this building, and it has a training facility in here. If I buy it, would you rent space from me? And then you can have access to the training center. And I, he told me, I can help you get people to your trainings. So as a, uh, my landlord, he's helping me build my business by you know, getting people to, to attend my trainings that I can then market my products and services to. And so there was, a, there was several layers to this alliance and how we were creating value for each other. And something else I did for him is I had a website built um, he wanted to get into online marketing and needed some support there, and I have a lot of expertise. And so I called in some favors, people I had social capital with, and I was like, hey, can you build this website for me? And then I had this other person, she shot some video for him. So we got killer video up, website built, and I leveraged that. It didn't cost me anything other than my social capital. So it, it's amazing when you're creative and how it, it all came out of how do you create value? So he needed value with a website and with video, and, and he wanted a, you know, a good tenant that would, would you know, pay the, the, the rent every month. And so we, we, put these, we put it together like this. And I think, Ira, you said the other day on a call that I was on um, that the, the average Fortune 100 company, they have like 150 joint ventures. Is it, was yeah, that you? joint venture partnerships. Good memory, Eric. Yeah, I'm like, that is so profound because the thing on a joint venture is that um, with, with my landlord, 
So I'm paying him rent, but I'd have to pay rent somewhere else anyway. He's driving people to my events, which costs him nothing. I had a website built and video work done from that cost me nothing. So it was just being creative, and there's just different times where it just fits like a glove. You know, that's one of the reasons why I love working with, with you, Ira, and you, Corey, is because the, the training that you're providing and the software solutions with LinkedIn and so forth – you know, my people need that, right? And then the people that you're training, they need sales training. And so it just fits like a glove. And when you can find these kinds of relationships, they can be highly, highly profitable and a lot of fun. Absolutely. No, that's, um, I love it because, um, yeah, when you really, you know, I think it's so important. It's just like, um, I, I think, you know, I look at business is almost like, um, you know, it's like you're playing, every day is the Super Bowl. You know, there's no replays, and, you know, you, there's no do-overs. And if you're going to show up for the Super Bowl, are you going to be prepared? You know, are you going to know your plays? Are you going to be synchronized? Are you going to have a good mindset? Are you going to be focused? Are you going to be disciplined? And I think all those things, really, people should take their business more seriously and and, and, and stop showing up average and, and stop selling, you know, in an average way because average is a surefire recipe, you know, for failure in this new economy. And, and Eric, I know you believe that, and I know maybe you could talk about that, how you see this all the time. People, they have this attitude, well, it's good enough, and I'll, I'll get by, and I don't really have to make an investment in myself and you know, maybe they don't feel good about it, enough about themselves to make that investment. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? You've got to be on your A game in this economy. I mean, if we go back prior to 2008, my advice would be it's all about action. Just take action. I mean, the money was just flowing everywhere, and if you got in front of enough people, you know, you're going to make six figures or more. In this economy, though, I mean, you could take massive action and just be broke. I mean, you've got to have... Your blade's got to be sharp. And so, you know, this is, this is an A-game economy that we're in. It's a great economy, but, you know, without being on your A-game, this is an economy that you get crushed in. Yeah, absolutely. No, this is, <laughs> that's, that's interesting and very compelling. So let me, let me segue that into the next thing, which is, because uh, we're wrapping up, where do people go from here to sharpen their blades in the selling arena? Yeah, so those of you that would like to get connected with me, a, gr- a great thing to do, just go to saleschampion.com, saleschampion.com, and opt in on my website. Any of the free stuff that's on there will put you on my email list, and we do the strategy of free. So we give you lots and lots of free training, so you can sample it out, try it out. You already had an experience with me on the radio show. And so go opt in at saleschampion.com. We do free webinars and events and so forth. You can also go get my book on Amazon.com and get the Kindle. And the, the book I'd want you to get is called The System. It's a book I wrote a little over a year ago. It's called The System. And you can get it right on your iPhone or your tablet. Get the Kindle for $2.99 or the paperback's like 10 bucks. This is 250 pages of my entire system. That's why the book's called The System. So Amazon.com for The System or sign up both. Also go to my website, saleschampion.com and sign up for anything free on that website. I'll put you into my email list. Well, thank you, Eric, for being on the line talking about sales and lead generation. 
phenomenal expert. Check it out, saleschampion.com, and let us know what you think. And because, you know, he certainly gives away a lot of great content. You can take it, use it in your business, see it work for yourself, get into his trainings, and enhance your sales skills because it is that critical to your business. So this is Corey Michael Sanchez and also Ira Rosen, mojovideomarketing.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening in, and we'll see you in upcoming future trainings. Thanks so much. Adios. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in to The Mojo Marketing Edge with Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez again next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next week.